0: Everybody, all you patriots out there, this is episode one ninety nine. I have a very special guest, Pastor uh, Casper McLeod, who will be joining me uh right now. So we just um we just uh, started out by playing a little piece from the song Fly Like Superman. Uh Pastor, if you can if you can hear me, let me know. I just got you linked up here. I need to change my zoom screen I can see, but
1: Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: I can. Well, oh. awesome. So, I don't know if you heard me, but we just played a little bit of your Fly Like Superman to to intro and um got to say I love it. You shred like Ingve Malmstein, which is <laughs> awesome. Um I'm a guitar player. I've been playing for 40 some years. I have a wall of guitars behind me. So, when uh you know, when I first when I first looked at your stuff and uh, got an opportunity or knew I'd have the opportunity to interview you, I was actually, I'm actually pretty excited about it because um, we share a common passion, one of one of a few, actually. So it's a pleasure to have you
1: here. It's a pleasure to meet you.
0: Likewise. So you are McLeod. I can hear, obviously, the accent. You are from the clan McLeod. I can't resist saying that, right? Because... Uh, <laughs> Most <laughs> well, very prestigious name.
1: First of all, I, I I've been golden accent because we're the ones that I've got the accent. Language. That's true. <laughs>
0: I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. So tell me something. Um, you, it, I always say on this show that um, in these times people have to use their God-given abilities and pick something they're passionate about and just go after it and do it and make a difference. And man, you're a guy. I mean, I didn't even read your your bio to introduce you, but I mean, you have got uh, obviously musician, songwriter, author, pastor. I mean, you you keep yourself pretty darn busy, don't you?
1: It seems to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you you would be exact. You would be the perfect example of what I'm talking about. So you found you find your passions and you uh, spend your energy. You know sending a very positive message to people and you, you like I said you're also an author and I looked at the books and stuff and I need to get a copy of some of your books and um, is there a way I can uh, pay for the book and then get it autographed by you I always do that with my guest
1: if possible I'd be happy to send you an, an autographed copy just let us know where oh,
0: I'd be happy to pay for it as well
1: so no, the, but
0: I thank you for that the newest book um
1: actually I've got to Deer, the right here the solutions and times that um i wrote with dr carrie Marday and dr sherry tampany dr lee Merritt and uh, dr mike spaulding um dr Derek gilbert i mean it's just uh, we all came together because we've all been doing conferences for years and i just had this idea one day as we were talking that we should just like all write a chapter what we think for you know the solution is for right now and uh, also i was back in england um Ministering, uh, I got a message. It, it, the book had just gotten released and it shot right up to number one on Amazon in its category. That's awesome.
0: That is awesome. And I noticed, you know, we, we share some other interests. Now, I like uh, I've been following Dr. Stephen Greer, who's got a lot of he puts documentaries out about um, UFO disclosure and about uh, the fact that we have so much technology that we haven't really uh, let humanity benefit from that. We've reverse engineered and all this um and I notice, you know, with you you have uh as part of the part of the, the uh end times as far as the end of the of these times you have um the whole transhumanism aspect of it as well. And um I was interviewing a a gentleman I have on the show pretty frequently, Clay Clark, who mm-hmm. Uh, I have Dr. on as well as a matter of fact, I was just texting her last night to schedule her again, but
1: um I was just with her last night
0: Yeah. or yeah, she was probably saying, uh, well, this guy needs to get his date correct because first I said December first, and I said, oh, I mean eleventh and she's like, okay, whatever but um so anyway, you know it was um Clay was talking about uh, Dr. yuval Harari uh, who is who he calls the false prophet talking about transhumanism and you know, he says things like you know back in the day hitler and stalin they wanted the ability to they just dreamed of the ability to know what people are thinking and and be able to really control people in that way and now we have that capability and it's just a wonderful thing that we'll be able to know what everybody's thinking and what's good for them for example if you're you know, if your BMI is too high, they they won't allow you to buy um, chocolate, right? I mean, <laughs> stuff like this and uh, the the control. And um, so I wanted to get your perspective. You know, you talk about the end times. Um, first of all, we have this, ins- this people like this who are who have this mass following, um, and it's, I guess it's always been this way. You know, you have these people that have these insane positions and people follow them blindly. Um, is this... Is this does this just come down to a battle of good versus evil? Is that what this is? Or is
1: well, it is... clearly I mean I haven't I mean, come from a biblical perspective on this. And uh, um, first of all, I, I was a staff writer with um, L.A. little for years with this um, magazine On uh, done numerous conferences together. We did some expeditions together, Nephilim hunting. Um, I was on a show in, in Scotland with my friend, Dr. Kerry Mardet, that I work with every week. And they said my book, they introduced me and said my book, Unmasking the Future, that was a decade ago. Everything that you see happening now, I'd really written about it. I was talking about transhumanism, the UFO phenomena that was coming, um, CRISPR-9, case, uh, you know, genetic engineering. I mean... I, what we we are looking right now, I think, um, we we are watching a biblical prophecy, ancient prophecies unfolding at, at an extraordinary uh, rate. Um, I have people telling me that Israel's not really Israel. I'm thinking so, you can wait like another couple of thousand years for another Israel to manifest. I mean, yeah, right. this, is, <laughs> this is the Bible coming alive right in front of you. In fact, in um, It was March 2020. Somebody asked me with with Lee Merritt's show, um, how do we know these things? Because we've been studying it a long time. In fact, Clay Clark had uh, talked to me off record one time and said, how come you know more about everything that I talk about than I do? It's like, because I've been (laughs) at it a lot longer than you. <laughs> well, there's a lot
0: to be said for that. I mean, all right. I mean, it's just a matter of experience and absorbing knowledge and everything else. But I,
1: I knew back in 9/11. You know, when that came down and people were panicking and people were upset with me because I wasn't panicking. I thought, well, you know, I was kind of expected. We knew something was going to happen. Um, all right. They'd really tried to knock it down before. This is all part of an agenda that's, you know, being played out. When they when they took out Kennedy and probably 80% of the. Uh, JFK, when they assassinated him in front of the world, uh, 80% of Americans didn't believe and didn't buy into the official narrative, but nothing much happened from it, right? Still don't. So then the fairies ones went, well, you know, we can carry on. We'll just, we'll do more. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Revelation 12... I started off my chapter in, in Solutions for End Time talking about Revelation 12 verse 11 it says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony loved not their lives under death because we as a as a believer in in christ you know we live forever so far so good (laughs) we're immortal beings so we consider you know finding solutions right now for all the troubles in this fallen world understanding you know There's an eternal life after this one. We graduate from this present world and there's there's an an eternity waiting on us and we're going to live in glorified bodies. Uh, That should be, you know, that's that blessed hope we we read about. I mean, people walking around, I see a lot of people in church walking around fearing, dreading the future and God's talking about hope. He's talking about joy. Rejoice always. So it's an exciting time to be here, you know, even in, in the midst of Uh, you know giants and and all the beastly dictators you've got the emergence of a a police state worldwide happening right now and uh, you've got the fallen angels you know masquerading as extraterrestrials I mean I I call them demons in drag (laughs) (laughs) I like that no they're just pretending (laughs) right they came billions of light years away just to tell us that we got it wrong or Jesus was one of them. I mean, that's how he did miracles. I mean, it's just preposterous. But, you know, people that don't know the word of God, it's all in there. I mean, I, I have people asking me about, um, you know, that didn't really, you know, study the word. They don't know the word. They they didn't grow up in church, perhaps, and especially a lot of medical people I'm involved with. And they go, can you explain Revelation to me? Scientific thinkers. Right, and then they say things like, well, I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. And I go, well, there's an issue with that. The Bible says none are good. Right? So if you believe that Jesus Christ and Nazareth died for the sins of the world, he was resurrected, glorious resurrection, um and you're good enough to get into heaven just because you're a good person, then why did he have to go to the cross and suffer for us?
0: I think I know what you're going to say to this, but I, I want to ask this question because... I am prone to say that there's also one thing that God gave us, which is free will. And do we receive, do we actually live in times in to the degree evil to the degree that we tolerate? In other words, can we turn the ship around at this point? Or, you know, do you, do you just kind of throw your hands up and say, well, this is prophecy and this is going to happen regardless of how we use our free will.
1: Well, you, you've got this. Like, we can call them fools. You got the the you know the Nazi raised Klashvob, Doctor Evil, and his his gang, the World Economic Forum, and his puppet Yvello Noah Rory, saying mm. there's no more such thing as free will. I'm going, but he's using his free will to tell you that.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Homocracy. Right. So it's kind of like Revelation 18. You know, it, it told us in Revelation 18 that um the the, the wealthy um merchants would deceive all the nations of the world with their pharmaceuticals again you know it, it's all in there if, if we just take the time the the study to show ourselves approved so um so is
0: free does free will make the this free will prolong the end times then
1: we all have choices to make every day mm-hmm. and uh I, I you know i wrote a book on epigenetics years ago um it's interesting to me my friend dr julie Mikovic, uh, i was with her a week ago she spoke at our mm-hmm. church and uh, was at a conference and she she told everybody at the conference that my book what was i thinking changed their life and I encouraged everybody to read it and study it
0: she, well that's awesome she's another awesome yeah she, she's a, a another real uh, she's fearless she's uh you have to she's be another one of those people yeah yeah you do have to cool. be
1: so think think about this um we all have you know you, you you hear you've got memories you've got memories even in the womb before you come out you're hearing conversations like if um the father of a child tells the pregnant wife or woman hopefully she's his wife um why did you get pregnant we can't afford a baby what are you crazy you shouldn't have gotten pregnant well in a spirit of abandonment spirit of uh rejection comes into that child in the womb and they come out and, and you can study the medical journals they come out with allergies and asthma as a result mm-hmm. because there's a spirit of fear when you talk about back engineering i uh, my friend uh, dr michelle streumann and um Alluded me to that back engineering things like allergies and asthma. There's a spirit of fear operating. So we've got these pre existing memories. Um, and and I, I've been teaching this stuff for decades. So with pre existing memories, you engage, for example, a, a spirit of bitterness or a spirit of unforgiveness or, you know, occultism, uh, envy and jealousy, any of those kind of things. What are they doing? They're releasing a toxic chemical into your body. And on a poison memory, there's these things like, sp- We've been hearing about spike proteins. so on the end of the dendrite neuron, there's these these fangs like a snake, and these poisonous thoughts then start to dominate your thought life. Every time you think of those poisonous memories, you're listening to the, the, the you know, 24-hour fear-mongering on the mainstream media that's owned by six corporations. they got an agenda to keep you in a state of fear, because when you're in a state of fear, then you're much more easily manipulated, and that's witchcraft, the calling to the Word of God. So on these poisonous memories, that you're building up now, and, you, and you're um, you react, you're reactivating them, and they're stimulated. They stimulate the release of a venom, a poisonous chemical that that causes diseases.
0: Wow. I have a question on that. Hang tight, if you will. If you if you would just mute yourself for about three minutes, I gotta take a break, and I'll be right back after this. Okay.
1: sight to come upon was her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our, our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that
2: Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty.
0: All right, we're back with Pastor Casper McLeod. I just played a little bit. I know you can't hear when I go to commercial breaks. I don't think you can anyway. A little bit uh, more from Higher Frequencies, your latest album. And um, we were playing just the little clips that you have on your samples and stuff, which uh, which are awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that so that, uh, so that I can share with my viewers. And um, so tell me, you were talking about you mentioned the spike proteins and is is this uh obviously the recent uh the covid epidemic or the pandemic whatever you want to call it you know the the vaccines do what they increase the spike proteins in your body correct so so in a sense is that the the link to to put people in the right position to be basically controlled or what is the what is the link there with the spike proteins?
1: I I think ultimately what we're looking at is turning people into a cyborg and a trans uh, receiver and a transmitter so um, I'm pretty sure I wrote about that in um, in in solutions for the end times and the chapter I contributed but um, You know, there's so much confusion in the church right now about how this is playing out. Um, But then researchers are claiming now that they've literally, uh, because of people being injected with this deception, they've literally created a triple uh, DNA helix. So, you know, we think about this, um, not just the injections, but you got the chemtrails, which contaminating the food and the water. I mean, uh, you got the Gates of Health Foundation, having a great idea. Let's block out the sun. Let's just take down the trees. Bill Gates is, you know, next thing is, is he wants to eliminate trees and then not not use the lumber for anything purposeful, but, but bury them. I mean trees are an amazing thing. They they hardly cost anything and they they suck carbon out of the air. But hey Again uh, it,
0: it, rather hypocritical for a guy who's so concerned about the environment, right? And the the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere.
1: I mean well that's what you do when you're a depopulationist.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, that's yeah, point. he's got to get to that Georgia Guidestone five hundred million limit, right?
1: Yeah, there actually, is a, isn't there a song on the new album on the Georgia Guidestone? Say. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 We. Yeah. I went out there with Alimazuli years ago to investigate because one thing I learned working with Mazuli was you, you can't just do research from a computer. You actually have to go on location and do all the the, the boots on the ground work. Um. So we were doing a TV show. And and the, the, I was at a hotel and we just walked by the lobby and saw the Georgia Guidestones had come down. So um, (laughs) we had an early um, morning sound shake and my violinist is my musical twin, Renee True. We were still up, my wife and um, the other guys went to bed uh, in in the band and I just ended up writing a song with her about the Georgia Guidestones and we did it live, you know, kind of like a live improv and uh, (laughs) Those are those are usually the best. <laughs> it was so much fun. I actually did it at Lake Clark when I spoke there for Reawakening. I I told people about, it and I just started singing it, and I got thousands and thousands of people to sing along. And so my friend Randy Conway, that's also one of the authors in the book. He's an amazing poet, and he was like out there. Goes, I can't believe you got all these people to sing along like that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's a fun song that. Um, but you know, the thing about, we got we got this whole thing playing out with, like, from Genesis 6 um, today. And so no matter how many people tell you, you know, this has got nothing to do with the mark of the beast, yeah, nothing right. to do with revelations, something's becoming <laughs> quite clear. So you consider, why would you even add a, a third strand of DNA? That's significant, right? You, so you get yes. 72,000 genes that have been added to the human genome. So you get 72,000 genes from your, your dad, 72,000 from your mom, and now an additional 72,000 genes. Well, you know, when you, you total that up, you got 216,000 genes. And in Revelation, um, in, in Revelation 13 eighteen it says wisdom's needed, you know, understand solve the meaning. Let's solve the meaning of the beast, the number of the man, you know, six six six. So when you multiply six hundred times sixty times six that equals two hundred and sixteen thousand. So I, I think there's something significant that we ought to be looking at right here and, and see what's playing out here.
0: Uh well and I those the that added that added uh the the added uh, strand there is courtesy of Satan, obviously. I mean, if it was meant to be there, would be there in the beginning, wouldn't
1: it? So think about this too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, if if you just add up the the the, the natural um seventy two thousand genes from mom and dad, you get one hundred forty four thousand. That's significant of the evangelists that'll be left here. The people that are you know one hundred forty four thousand will be trying to bring people the salvation after the rapture happens. Um, and if you anybody recalls last year, Queen Elizabeth, when she was still walking on the earth and in 22, 2022, 20, um, she presented, she's presented with a globe. I mean, the whole world, they, they, they always look for opportunities to get as many people as possible to watch. Like, that's why you got the Super Bowl occultic rituals being played mm-hmm. out and Burn being games. So here's the Queen, she's got, millions of people watching her she puts her hands on the globe it lights up and it sends the image of a triple helix across the lawn it hits a tree which is representing uh, you know good and evil i remember there's two trees in in, in genesis right the tree Uh knowledge you know so, I mean, what is she saying here? Rule Britannia, and Betrania. Yeah, right. waves. Britain shall never, 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 never be slay. I mean, it, <laughs> are we talking about ruling the, the airwaves, the, the, the prince of this world, the god of this world, that's deceived and blinded the eyes of those, you know, that don't understand what's going on? So the, well, that, is, that is what they think they're, they can do, yeah. yeah so there's something very significant going on with that. And, I, you know, it's obviously it's leading to changes in thinking, patterns and emotions and behaviors. And the word of God tells us, let your light so shine that, you know, everyone sees your good works and glorify your Father in heaven.
0: Well, everything's upside down, isn't it? Uh, I, you know, I did a documentary called Breaking the Oath, which is, it's about the COVID protocols and how they were used basically to murder people and depopulate. And um, I have a Holocaust survivor, Vera Sharav, who's in it. And she said something that, that has stuck with me, and that is that, you know, today is similar to those days and that what they're trying to, what they're trying to promote is that the only standard is there's no standard at all, right? And I, I really believe that. And I believe that when you remove a person's uh, belief, you know that there is there is a higher being, much higher than themselves, and what do they do? Well, they start worshiping themselves. I mean, that's that's really all they can turn to, isn't it? So, it it really um, it it sums up what I see in America for sure. You know, we've become a culture of instant gratification. You know, I mean, even in my very very short lifespan, you know, the difference between um, having a family that sat around the table that made a meal that wasn't full of chemicals and preservatives and everything else to where we are today, where if you're going through the line at McDonald's and, uh, it takes three minutes and people are freaking out because they don't have their food right away. I mean, what a, what a change. You're right. I mean, it's just, a it's, it's a change that is noticeable for, you know, older people like me and, uh, the the young folks i just don't think that they get that they don't they don't get that things have changed so much and it's become so much about me as a person that we really have kind of lost our way because of that and it's it's really due to a lack of of faith i think so how do we how do we turn that ship around how do we what is the action item to get uh to get that back
1: The number one thing is, you know, make your peace with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Messiah Yeshua. That's number one. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and everything else you need will be added on. Uh, The other part of this equation, I think, right now is um, a a good example I shared with my church recently. There was a woman named Laura Brock in central Michigan, and she realized she owns a farm, raises Sorted animals. Um, the property next to her was taxpayer bought by the county, and they're planning on putting a communist uh, plant there to make those you know, um, batteries for the electric cars. Mm, nice. And so she thought well, this is going to ruin the environment, it's going to ruin all the properties around it, and it's not going to give more jobs to the townspeople, which is only like I think a, a little bit over 3,000 people in that town. And they realized that the the people that they elected to represent them were not doing their job. They sold out for a billion dollar you know uh, deal with the with the communist Chinese. So they came together. Mm-hmm. They got enough signatures and they did a recall on the election. They came into the um, they sacked all of the the council people. Said none of you have done a, a job to represent any of us. There's people in, in the meetings, you know, yelling out, uh, "My family fought against communism. Now you're trying to bring it right into our community."
0: Yeah, right. So they, well, that's happening. That's happening all over the world, isn't right. it? I mean, communism has definitely got a foothold.
1: So they 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 threw out all these corrupt elected leaders, and then they changed all the locks on the city hall within an hour after that. I I think that's what needs to happen in, in every town. I think you have to do it grassroots, town by town.
0: Yeah, and, you know, so my impression of, you know, one of the other efforts is to erase all the borders, right, and to that, that way to have, you know, to have a, a, a global governance and to have the new world order. And that is how I kind of view the, the EU, right? I mean, they're, they're trying to erase the borders in Europe and they're trying to have a central authority, right, and make the country's autonomy disappear, how is that point How is that playing out in the UK
1: right now? I I see there's a lot less um, awareness in 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 UK at this point. And everywhere I spoke, and I did like two churches a day for morning and night, different places I traveled during the afternoons for a month. And at every church, um, I lots of them told me i couldn't say anything about vaccines but they wanted me to talk about artificial intelligence i'm going wait a minute they're all connected so (laughs) i I walk on and i go do you know why jesus spoke in parables and they're looking at me kind of because see they they i tell them they they had fact checkers in his day as well so you had to be careful how he worded things right so i just spoke in parables when i had to but at the end I, i numerous people come up asking me to pray with them they said they got the first injection and they realized they've been deceived and they were really mm-hmm. president and um so you know the, the bible says because the sentence uh it says uh, ezekiel um ecclesiastics 8 11 consensus against an evil work is not executed speedily you know that the, the evildoers think they're going to get away with it they're never going to get away with this and um god's still a god of mighty miracles um People need to come together understand what's happening here and and stand against it. They're they're terrified. That's why they try to separate everybody in 2020. They don't want you coming.
0: Yeah, right. Um, And isolate people so that they can control them as well. Sure. Do you have time just to hang around for one more segment? I do. All right. I need to take one more break and then uh, we'll be back. I want to talk to you about the Upper Room Fellowship and uh, get into that. Okay.
2: Patriots, it's me, Wayne Allyn otherwise known as war. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allyn Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel, on Roku TV.
0: Alright, we're back with Pastor Casper McLeod. I just played the little clip from um the clip of the Georgia Guidestones, awesome stuff. Um I uh I envy your speed. You know, I'm I'm a pretty good songwriter. i I've always been more the rhythm guitarist, but uh I love music and uh music is a is just another shared passion. Um so you obviously you know you as a pastor you have your own mission that is to spread the word of God and to bring people to Jesus and that is your main mission in life and that should be indeed that should be all of our missions right I mean we should be we should be all doing that and um, what's more these days you said it earlier we can't be afraid we can be afraid to do that so you have the upper room fellowship um, I'm gonna put this on screen right now um, so the website is theupperroomfellowship.org, and I have that under your name as well. Um, so love God, love people, minister healing and miracles in the mighty name of Yeshua. Say that for me.
1: Yeshua.
0: Yeshua, right? Jesus. I have, I, uh not a, not accustomed to that the name Yeshua as I am just saying Jesus. So. That's
1: well, uh, the way he originally would have pronounced the name, apparently. So. Um, um from the Hebrew yeah I've, I'm I have a good friend in Israel Rabbi Zab ferrat and he's a messianic Jewish man so um I just added that on. <laughs> I <have> a, so <laughs> I have a
0: hard enough time with the English
1: yeah <laughs> but <laughs>
0: as you can tell but um so tell me about this tell me about your your work with this and um how you would how you would say, that this mission is
1: going for you, because this is this is the important one here. It is. Um, I, I think I was just happy playing concerts, and I, I feel like I just started talking too much in between songs, and the next thing I know, I got ordained. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was reluctant to pastor at the time. I got a phone call from somebody I didn't know back then, it was Pastor John Eldridge in Texas. and He said, um, I know you don't know me, but I know who you are. And a, friend, a mutual friend gave us a number. So I just prayed, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because they were asking me to, to you know, take on this church. And uh, he called and said, God gave me a message for you. And I said, what's the message? And he said, uh, you're part of the fivefold ministry, whether you like it or not. And I think I dropped the <laughs> phone. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, uh, so I ended up, uh, we were in a medical building. I, I confess recently um, on several programs, I, I quit med school my first day. I walked in the cadaver class. And I thought, I really don't want to do this. This is not for me. At first I walked in thinking, this is going to be so amazing because like Leonardo da Vinci is one of my heroes. I just want to be good at everything. And I thought <laughs> the reality of seeing what was before me, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. I thought, I I don't want to do this, and the only reason I'm doing this is because my girlfriend's an intern, and she's pushing me into this world, and I don't want to go there. So um, I turned around Good. and left, and uh, I thought, I just want, I just want to play in a rock and roll band. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's what I ended up doing a lot of my career. I'm also a, a portrait artist, and I did a lot as an equestrian. I've done a lot of things like this as well. So I, I ended up um in this medical building this physician friend asked me if i would come speak to his colleagues and patients and i prayed and ministered. and somebody with cancer left without it that day so they were like can you come back again and they gave me the upstairs floor of the medical building and I started packing out on sunday morning and that's how we became the upper room fellowship so
0: oh, that's awesome
1: yeah it just if, if the lord jesus Yeshua is is the great physician, and we the church ought at least know something about how this thing works. And uh, so I've been trying to teach our people ever since. Um, so so our our congregation will go out and 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 do the works of God in John 14:12. This, this greater thing shall you do in my name? Well, how can we do anything greater than what the Lord's done for us? But if we just do what He says, something's gonna happen. So we've had some wonderful reports of people praying for, ministering to people, leading them into salvation. And that's what the church is supposed to be doing. They come together. I feel like pastors are kind of... Um... Actually, I was in England and I, I I prayed at a meeting in an England church, there's a church of England. And uh, miracles started breaking out. And somebody that was deaf for 20 years that was on staff at the church received their hearing after I said, in the name of Jesus deaf ears open, blind I see. I mean, I don't know Is there, it's a crowd of people, right? I figure there's people who can mm-hmm. get a touch, get healed. And um, so I, I started getting all these invitations to come to other churches and I ended up in a Nepalese church. They, they don't even speak English. I never assimilated in the society in Britain. I think they just brought them over to help fight the Boyer Wars and their kind of self-contained communities. So I had an interpreter and I said something about neuroplasticity as I was, I was preaching, I was trying to get them to understand we've got to take our thoughts captive to Christ before they take youth captive. And if, you, you get like 70,000 thoughts a day if you don't learn to control your thought life. Um In one of my books, I, I talk about how uh, it was at a conference, I told everybody to count backwards from 99, and they started counting backwards, and I said, now, simultaneously say the ABCs, and there's always someone that's going to try to go 99A, 98B, no, you got to put them <laughs> together. You can't do it. Nobody can do it. You're not designed to think that way, which is extraordinarily good news. That means you can't entertain in ungodly thinking and, and holy thinking at the same time and choose this day you're going to serve. So I was teaching this stuff and I said, n- neuroplasticity, which is, you know, we can do like brain surgery with all the blood and gore just by reshaping thoughts, by taking control of them and, and you know, taking them before the Lord. And so the, the interpreter looked at me and said, there's no such word in a language. And so I thought, I you know, I better lighten up a bit. I'm just getting too deep for everybody. Here. And so I, I said, some of you are the hands and the feet, you know, the body cries, you know, some of the women are the neck that turns the heads. I said, as a pastor, I've discerned over the years that pastors are probably the intestine because we help you process food and get rid of weight. <laughs> Right. Well, I, th- right. I learned something that day. Um, that doesn't translate very well into enough of these.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. You know what's funny is while you were talking about, um, I'm trying to put this, this whole this whole conversation together. And when you were talking earlier about, you know, God will find a way and and He will make things work. And um, you were talking about how you walked into that room and you knew the first day that that you know, the whole medical profession wasn't for you. I wish I would have had your fortitude Mm -hmm. when I was a musician at, you know, 18 looking at playing music or going to school. And I went to school even though I wanted to play music and didn't follow that dream. Although you can't, you can't never regret things because you never know how your life would turn out. So I don't regret it per se, but, but you know, what happened to me is in 2019 I had been having problems for, health problems for almost a year at that point i finally got diagnosed with a chronic incurable bladder disease that causes me pain every day and it's been a real blessing for me because it took me out of corporate america which has a way of making you focus on what you're supposedly supposed to be focused on right and it's a blessing because now i'm doing what i'm really passionate about and that's why i say people you know follow what your passion is and what your abilities are and anyway to make a long story short and where i'm going with this is that i i got involved because of january 6. before that when when 9 11 happened i changed i got out of what i was doing and changed jobs and and uh, try to do something in response to that and so, when this came about, this disease came about, I um I went down to Mike Lindell's uh, Moment of Truth Summit, and there were 1,200 content creators, and we sat around the, the lunch tables and stuff. Every single person I talked to said, you know, I never thought I'd be doing this ever in my life. I was doing something completely different, but I feel I was called by God. Every single person, which to me was so cool because... It means that God is preparing an army of people to do his bidding and fight the fight here on earth that these people have, you know, they had no clue. I had no clue I'd be doing this and nobody does. And, um, you know, so you as well, I mean, you had no clue that you were going to be uh, an ordained pastor someday and here you are. And there's so much of that going on that to me it's highly motivating, and and it makes me feel very. It's very comforting to know that you know God is to me that's that that is God at work, and it's a blessing that we should all uh, really embrace. And uh, if that happens to anybody that's listening or watching this, um, if you're getting that kind of a message, do it. Go for it. Um, Right? I mean, what would you
1: say about that? Well, first off, I would say that um, there is no such thing as an incurable disease. (laughs) So, when you say, in the medical... According to today's medicine, yes. No, according to the Word of God, the the medical system is terribly broken, it's terribly corrupt, and it's gotten worse, and it's just breaking down, you know, more. But when you say something's incurable, which they do say... That goes against the Word of God, because the Word of God says all things are possible with our God. And I've seen um, miraculous stuff. I've seen blind people see again. I've seen I told you about the deaf lady that after 20 years received a hearing. I've seen people come out of wheelchairs, broken bones, miraculously healed. All things are possible with God. People have read when my first book, what was I thinking came out? It wasn't my first book, but when my book what was i thinking um was published we got letters um somebody had read it went to the doctors and they said we can't explain this but you no longer have lupus which they think is an incurable disease sure and yeah
0: yeah. i and i fully believe what you're saying i was referring more to the the medical establishment and stuff you know but
1: um well, I, I think it's a very dangerous place right now. Um, it's, it, there's some really wonderful doctors yeah. like Lee Merritt and Sherry Tumpany. And Karen mm-hmm. I mean, there's I, I know some amazing people that in their hearts in the right place before God. I'm, I'm glad they're doing what they're doing. When you have some sort of accident, praise God for doctors that can come and put you back together in that sense. But a lot of this is um, a spiritual matter. And... Um, I mean, there's people been raised from the dead after, you know, being dead several days. Um, so in our lifetime, there's one uh, that Reinhard Bonnke, and I know people personally involved in their testimony. Uh, you can probably find the, 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 the documentary on it. It's pretty well documented. So all things are possible with God and that is our job is is to stay in faith. Will he find faith when he returns to this earth? And he built faith. Um, like being a doer of the word, knowing the word of God, getting in the word of God so the word of God gets into you. So a, a lot of diseases, um, even things like viruses. I mean, behind the virus, there's an an, an invisible intelligence that c- can break down and change shape. So there's something demonic going on there. And, um,
0: All right. Well, I, I appreciate the individual attention that you're giving me here, and I, I take that to heart.
1: Um, we can talk more about it in, in privacy sometime.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I appreciate that. Sh- you know, anybody anybody that I have uh, on my show, Pastor, I I tell them that they are now involuntarily my friend. So, uh, you know, and I'm willing to help in any way that I can. And uh, I know that you're surrounded with wonderful people that are probably much more talented than I am. But if there's anything that I can do to help you, I sincerely do mean that. I will help you. Likewise. And uh, I appreciate that. So there's so many of us out. Out in the world now, that are we're really realizing what's important, aren't we? I mean, it's it's that part of it is is also something that I get a lot of encouragement from. That there's there's really this um, clarification that's coming
1: into a lot of people's lives right now. There is. Um, I I said at a conference, and it was a prophetic utterance. Uh, it was like 2016, and lots of people there and before I started my presentation I said I see a great shaking coming it's going to be so great, people can actually hide in their homes well now we've seen that play out Yeah. Prisma at, at, at magazine uh, Steve Strangett said I was a pr- uh, prophet from that statement I'd make no claims to be but you, know, you can see the handwriting on the wall we can see what's going on here God is calling us to a, a, a time of repentance if we would humble ourselves Go before the Lord and repent of our sins. He cleanses from all unrighteousness, and He healed the land. He would get rid of all the corrupt leaders that have been placed there by the Kloss Schwab School of Leadership. Right. Yeah, right. Get rid of these guys. They're, they're they're doing harm.
0: They are. They're they're flat out evil and that's i guess that's kind of what i mean when i say that you get to you get the evil you tolerate and and there are more people that are becoming less tolerant of the evil and they need to they need to do that through christ of course and that is that's a different matter i mean there's people waking up but they still haven't followed they still haven't found christ and that's kind of the next step right yeah it's uh do we
1: have time to pray here
0: can we do that absolutely 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 i would love that please lead us in that we
1: just thank you Father God, right now in the almighty name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth, Messiah Yeshua, we thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for our sins. We ask for your forgiveness. And we come now and forgive all those that have offended us and hurt us in any way in our life, and even in our generations, that we come right now, Lord, before you. We, we want to live a life that's glorifying to you. We thank you, Lord, that you come and save us, that we can be born again. I thank you for lifting off this dark veil of deception that's uh, been uh, covering the earth um, with the evil spirits of pharmaceuticals in our generation and any future generation should you delay your eminent return here. um, But we do come together right now. We're two more gathered, and I'm sure there's more than that gathered here with us this day to repent of partaking, Any of the works of the enemy, we we come to repent, to retranscribe the way we think on both sides of our generation, all the way back to Adam, for every blood covenant that we made out of ignorance. Um, If anybody was co hosted into taking the injection deceptions for whatever reason, Lord, we come and break the power of any foreign animal DNA or human DNA or synthetic DNA that's been injected into anybody's body, distorting their DNA and causing triple helixes, whatever it is, Lord, we know that you can put it back the way you designed it originally to be, the way you created it to be. We come and break the curses that have been released worldwide on our generation. We pray for our enemies, Lord. You told us to love our enemies. We don't want to do that, but you said it's a commandment, so we we want to reach out and love and, and pray for Klaus Schwab and his World Economic Forum gang that they would not, and if they're still human in fact, that they can still come to a place and repent for these crimes against humanity, and that they wouldn't suffer for all eternity in in Hellfire, or anybody else for that matter. But we thank you Lord right now that um, we repent for entertaining any spirits of fear that you didn't give us, that involved making the wrong decisions, um, we thank you, Lord, right now that we can come and break all agreements with any evil spirits that um, speak voices of death, of destruction. Um, we, we we thank you for hindering all the works of the enemy, especially um, for the agendas that come into America and, and repeat what happened in Israel on the 7th of October. We pray for, for Israel, for the peace of Israel, as you asked us to do, and for both sides. For the innocence on the Palestinian side and the innocence of the the Israeli side that they just didn't understand and they were just caught in the crossfires but we thank you right now that um, through the holy blood of the lamb that everything whether it's from chemtrails or however the nefarious ones have done this uh, we cancel that assignment that make it null and void right here right now we thank you lord that um, we break every demonic marker that's been inserted into anybody, um, changing their DNA in any way possible. And we thank you, Lord, that um, for a creative miracle, for creative cures, and that your holy blood washes us clean from all unrighteousness, and that we can stand before you without spot or wrinkle and become blameless, not because of any goodness in us, but because of what you sacrifice for us, your atoning death and your glorious resurrection on the cross and we pray this in Jesus almighty name amen
0: amen thank you so much for that and for your for being so gracious as to spend this time with me i really appreciate that as well and um god bless you for what you're doing and you have been um you've been an inspiration to me and hopefully to the to the viewers that are watching and i really sincerely mean that so tell us how people can get to know you better where where they can go um what you would like to to pose to them what 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 is your action item to to the people that are watching and how can they get your books and all the all the details
1: well um you can go to the and uh you can find the books and the music there you can go to com and you can um find all the music there um, i i got a really nice letter from someone recently. I thought I'd just shared it with you it said um pastor mccleald my my wife and i uh, attended a, a conference last year. we heard you speak for the first time perform with your band and we had no idea they they got a copy of um my album walking in authority we should the church should be walking in authority and right. he said they had no yeah. idea uh how that would give incredible courage to them and their children. And uh, they're so grateful for the songs that just helping them press ahead with strength and confidence and, and growing in boldness. They said, uh, as the world's getting darker, their light shining brighter. And um, I, that was one of the most encouraging letters I, uh, I think I've ever gotten. So
0: That is amazing. And that, that album's a double album, is that, right?
1: It is, yeah. And it's got, um, let see if i got a copy here. wonder if I got it? It up, it's got some um, Dr. Kerry Marday and Sherry Tampany, Lee Barrett on there, Kate Shimarani. There's a song on <laughs> higher frequencies I wrote for Kate Shimarani <coughs> called Nurse Kate. And then we got all the, the globalists back here. Most of these are you know people I've worked with, um, <laughs> conferences uh, Tommy James, the Sean Dells, Rick Derringer. The opening track was with um, Carmen Apathy from Rod Stewart's band who was awesome. that with me. And then there's the bulldozer. These guys are trying to bulldoze their way into the world. they got their, their little suffocation mask on, you know, Klaus and Yavel Noah and all those guys, Blue Gates, they're all in the bulldozer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'd love to have more time with you. I have to have you back if you have the time. So Yeah, I would love to. Come back. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm out of time. But, um I'll hook back up with you with, but via email and give you all my details and stuff. And um, you're always welcome to contact me, text me, whatever. It's, it's been an honor, sir. appreciate it.
1: God bless the honors all mine.
0: God bless you. Thank you so much.